0: Hello, my dudes, my name is Tiffany. Welcome back to my series, Internet Analysis, where I like to research and discuss things relevant to social issues and media. Today's video is about the rise of D'Angelo.
1: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear, check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a AM member FDIC. The
0: Wallace. I made a video about the rise of my carrot tours a few weeks or months back. And in that video, I mentioned that my videos are typically more critical or I focus on the dark sides of things, but that occasionally I do like to make more positive videos and just talk about creators that I enjoy. You've probably seen this video or maybe this video D'Angelo Wallace has blown up recently. He gained over 600,000 subscribers in one month. So, I wanna discuss the rise and evolution of his content. D'Angelo is a 22-year-old YouTuber from Texas whose largest channel currently has over 1.5 million subscribers. These days, he's well-known as a commentary creator for his extremely well-researched long-form videos. His viewers love that he calls out BS and nonsense and presents information fairly without watering down his opinions. Plus, his channel has great aesthetics and he has a very appealing persona, Viewers love his wonderfully smooth voice, his great sense of humor, his beauty, to be honest. I mean, read the comments on any of his pictures. But he doesn't need other people's validation. He is perfectly happy to compliment himself all the time.
1: Today, I want to talk about me, and let's be honest, These are stunning, they're iconic. Like, you don't deserve to see these. You should have to pay.
0: But it's charming and refreshing in a way because so many YouTubers tend to be more self-deprecating than self-loving and his confidence is contagious. So in this video, we're gonna go through D'Angelo's history on YouTube and get into why he is so damn popular. By the way, D'Angelo is a friend of mine, and I reached out to him to see if he could answer some questions for this video. And well, we ended up recording a 90 minute podcast. We talked about everything from film school to the Paul brothers. So if you're interested in listening to our conversation, you can check it out on the YouTube channel for my podcast, Previously Gifted, or you can listen on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go back in time to February, 2018. This is the oldest public video on D'Angelo's oldest channel. Many of us know him for commentary, but OG viewers often say, remember when D'Angelo was an art channel? He made digital art videos, but he also did art commentary, discussing trends and issues relevant to the YouTube art community. And even in these older videos, we see a lot of the familiar D'Angelo elements, eye-catching thumbnails, intriguing titles. He often discussed scandals within the community. And even back then, he made a few videos about Shane Dawson and Tati. Foreshadowing? One of his most classic elements started in October 2018. He made videos that were exactly 10 minutes and one second long. Every upload on that channel from that point on was exactly 1001 long, aside from two exceptions, but we're gonna talk a little bit more about the time limit in a second. So, D'Angelo continued as an art channel until he took a two-month break and switched to commentary, overnight, without ever addressing it directly. On July 21st, 2019, he posted his first ever purely commentary video.
1: Being a super popular YouTuber and also an amazing person sure is tiring. I should probably get some rest, but if I do that, my social blade might suffer. What's more important, my social blade or my happiness? Well, if my happiness goes downhill, nobody's going to notice because I always sound like this. But my social blade, that's public info. Okay, Google, wake me up at 2 p.m. Silly Google, I meant wake me up at 2 p.m. on the same day, not 2 p.m. two months in the future. (laughs) Anyway, while I was gone, a lot of questionable things happened on the internet, and I'm going to talk about them all.
0: I personally discovered D'Angelo's channel soon after that when he posted this video from August, 2019. Brands are running drama channels, and it's a lot.
1: So when I first saw a video from the drama channel Spill, I didn't even question anything. I just assumed this was a real person. Spoiler alert, no. So the big piece in all of this is that between the custom artwork, the captions for every single word, and the insane levels of research, Spill is somehow spending a lot longer on each video than most YouTubers, but managing to release several videos a week.
0: Many of you may know this now, but D'Angelo was the first person to point out that channels like Spill and Brew were not individual content creators, but instead were run by corporations. makes me arrogant. wonder, you so know, I've got a minute while I wait for a fresh pot to Shane's brew. New so let's
1: explore a quick case that's well, out yes, of this world. I'm scared.
0: There was a lot that came after that. Spill made a response video. D'Angelo made a response video to that. And you may not personally care if your favorite drama channel is run by a corporation, but this was a very interesting situation. And most of all, D'Angelo's videos about it all were fascinating, creative, and well-researched. And even with so much complex information, the videos were still 10 minutes and 1 second long.
1: Anyway, looks like I've gotten 10 minutes of content out of this. I don't have a watch. So leave a like, tell me what you think, and subscribe if you haven't already. Thank you for watching, and a big thank you to my 130,000 subscribers. Okay, bye.
0: Now, let's talk about that 10 minute limit. I was very intrigued when I first noticed this, because it's just so interesting, you know? We love an arbitrary commitment to a video length. Hello, David Dobrik. It's very impressive to be able to write, film, and edit your video down to a very strict limit, especially since it's self-inflicted. Now, okay, yes, D'Angelo has used his outro graphic to add a few seconds so he can get to that exact time limit, but his actual content in the video does usually get very close to the 10-minute mark. All I know is that in my time doing commentary, my videos have just gotten longer and longer. They started out maybe 12 minutes, 15, 20, and now I find it difficult to make anything under 25 minutes. So sticking to 10 is very impressive. In D'Angelo's 10-minute videos, he still successfully included all of the relevant, most important information, plus jokes, So I asked him about why he does this, and he answered it in the podcast, but here's a short clip.
1: But I was telling my friends, like, wouldn't it be so funny if I just only uploaded 10-minute videos? Like, everyone knows I'm doing this for the money, but what if I just let them know this is legitimately just as much as I need for an ad break? And of course, that's mm -hmm. the joke, but internally for me, it's not just the ad break at all. It's more so like... What can I put in 10 minutes? Can I talk about someone's entire channel in 10 minutes? Can I react to, for me, the highlight was reacting to a five hour and 30 minute documentary series in 10 minutes. (laughs) And people still know what I'm talking about. So every time, every video became like, how am I gonna cut this down to 10 minutes? How am I going to make sure you have everything you need?
0: That time limit ensured that he couldn't just drone on and on. He had to cut everything down to the most essential information, which is an interesting and difficult creative challenge. The pacing of these videos is so quick. It's a constant barrage of information and jokes that pass by so quickly. You don't even have time to process them before the next one, which makes them even more funny. As much as we love long videos, especially here on this channel, it's nice to be able to get all the information you need in 10 minutes. Anyway, D'Angelo continued to do commentary covering topics like e-boys, VSCO girls, Instagram scams, motivational scammers, and hating Raid Shadow Legends. His beef with Raid was so entertaining and it was kind of cool and funny to watch him ruin his potential relationship to work with one of YouTube's top sponsors. But that's another thing that people love about D'Angelo, he's very upfront about the fact that he wants to maximize his earnings through his YouTube channel. We respect it, get that coin. Which is why D'Angelo would be really proud of me right now because today's video is sponsored by Casetify. So I have a few phone cases from Casetify and I'm gonna show them to you right now. On the website you can pick from any of their great designs or you can customize your own. So, I have this nature print, usually the kind of phone case that I go for, and then I customized this neon sand one that says Lamau, LMAO. This one is honestly just really fun to play with all the time. And I personalized this compostable, biodegradable one that says internet analysis. But my phone case can't just be cute, it needs to protect my phone, which unfortunately, I drop quite frequently. It just flies out of my hand, what can I say? You'll save 20% on these drop-tested impact cases with my link here, so go check them out and find more designs that you love! By the way, if you need another cloth mask, these are great! I've been using them all the time, they come with two free filters, and for every mask purchased, Casetify donates a mask to Direct Relief. They also include 10 free sanitizing wipes with every order, which is a great reminder to all of you right now, clean your phone, seriously. If you're interested in buying a new phone case, please click the link below to get 20% off. Let's get back to it. In January 2020, D'Angelo posted his first video to his second channel, D'Angelo Wallace or D'Angelo Wallace again. He made this channel to be able to post more often without having to stick to his more strict main channel standards. These videos did not have the 10 minute time limit, but then he challenged himself to post on his second channel daily.
1: First of all, that was a mistake. But yes, <laughs> I, um, I thought I was like... I really just enjoy talking about these things, and if I didn't have to edit it so much, I'm sure I could talk about so much more, so I started putting out daily content.
0: Right away these videos were doing really well, as well as his main channel, if not better. He was gaining an average of fifty 000 to 75,000 subscribers every month.
1: But my issue with that is that I'm not a perfectionist, I'm actually okay with putting something out that's good enough but I also do too much regardless. So I was (laughs) making these daily videos on the scale of my weekly videos. And I would even get comments like, wow, you're doing like what commentary channels do in a week, you're doing every day. And of course the unhealthy part of me was like, yeah, validate me (laughs) for doing more work than I should be doing. I'm so glad you realize that this is not healthy. (laughs) I'm, I'm so glad that you're acknowledging that. But then of course it got to the point where the burnout was so intense and I had made 20 videos in 30 days, and I was like, this is not maintainable. I would have to get somebody to help me. Because a lot of people upload daily and it's really good content, but they have mm-hmm. teams. They have right. multiple editors, et cetera. So I had to ask myself, do I want to hire a team or do I want to slow it down? <laughs> do I want to not maybe talk about everything that ever happens ever? So I made the decision, you know what? We're gonna put the daily ones on hold. Um, It was really fun while it lasted. Like it legitimately was a blast creating so much content and getting so much engagement. But now I wanna focus on like bigger projects. I would feel more fulfilled.
0: One of his bigger projects and what I think was his longest video at that point was posted April 14th, 2020. It is a 38 and a half minute long video exposing Shallon Lester. And you may be familiar with the situation because a lot of videos were made about her around that time. But I think D'Angela was the first channel to make a deep dive video about her content being problematic to say the very least.
1: Hi, and welcome back to me talking about whatever I want. Today, I wanna talk about Shallon Lester. Not so much that I want to talk about her, but I definitely feel like I have to, just because what she's doing is inexcusable. And I think everybody should know this.
0: If you haven't heard about the whole situation, I would recommend watching D'Angelo's video. So what I think what happened was, before the video was even up, he had tweeted about her or making a video about her and she blocked him. And then after that first video was posted, this became a major situation. Shallon told her fans that D'Angelo had doxxed her and that she had filed a report with the police. So then D'Angelo made another 40-minute video addressing all of these false claims.
1: The person I'm going to be talking about today has dug themselves a hole and now seems determined to jump inside of it while simultaneously bringing me down with them. Now, these are really spineless and just sad ways to kind of cop out of having to provide evidence for the claims that you're making against me. But the saddest part is these reasons that you gave for not providing evidence, actually prove that what you claimed happened did not occur.
0: And these videos are really where we began to see D'Angelo in his true element. They're very similar to the videos about Jeffrey, Shane, and Tati. We'll talk about those in a bit. Though you could classify these as drama videos or commentary about drama, it's clear that D'Angelo takes these claims very seriously. He doesn't find joy in exposing or canceling people. He doesn't seem excited to be involved in drama that's bringing in a lot of views. So, I had asked my Instagram followers to tell me why they enjoy D'Angelo and his videos, so allow me to share some of the top responses. His videos are quality, they are very well researched, and he takes the time to find any receipts or proof to back up his claims whenever possible. He clearly puts in the effort to organize the video and create a cohesive timeline, literal timelines, and explain complicated events in the most straightforward way. Now, unlike his 10 minute videos, these are very long, but still his writing is efficient and he includes as much detailed, relevant information as he can. Secondly, a lot of responses called D'Angelo unbiased. I think the concept of being an unbiased commentary channel is pretty difficult, if not impossible. It's hard to be perfectly balanced, or fair, or objective. A lot of bunny fingers in a row. But, I get what they mean. D'Angelo didn't make a video about Shallon Lester because he had a personal vendetta against her. He wanted to call out a creator who was making really harmful, terrible content. I think what people mean by unbiased or objective is that he includes all of the relevant information, not just stuff that supports his argument. He tries to explain the whole situation instead of just selectively showing his side. And like, even if he's calling someone out, if they did something good that is relevant, he will mention that. He also creates some distance between his personal opinions and the facts. It's very important to be clear about what's your thought versus what is the truth or at least back up your opinions with evidence. Here's my argument, here's a screenshot to support that. And also I think in commentary or whatever, it's important to admit your bias if you have one. For example, I can say this video is extremely biased because I love D'Angelo as a creator and we're friends. Yes, I'm bragging. Anyway, most of these videos are just him explaining the timeline or the order in context of the events, rather than the majority of the video just being about his personal opinions. And that's why I think viewers overall get the sense that he's being as fair to the facts of the situation as he can possibly be. When it comes to discussing drama on YouTube, there are a lot of creators who don't care to take the time to research or fact check, or be careful of how they frame their arguments. DeAngelo's videos don't feel like someone who's just trying to use other people's drama for quick content and clout. He genuinely cares and clearly puts in the time and effort to make high quality videos about the situation. So yes, he still talks about drama, but he does it in a respectful, thoughtful way. He's also not afraid to have unpopular or bold opinions. And again, he usually backs these up with his reasoning and or evidence or proof. He's critical without being overly rude. You can call people out for their actions, not their appearance or other low blows. And he admits when he's been wrong or made mistakes. So let's continue! On May 31st, 2020, D'Angelo made a 41 minute long video about the Lana Del Rey situation. A lot of people had hot takes on this training topic, and he could have easily thrown together a quick video reacting to the first statement, and then another video for each of the subsequent increasingly bad statements. Milk it for as many videos and views as possible! But again, he took the time to carefully dissect and explain everything. So for viewers who wanna learn about the whole situation from a charismatic creator, this is an ideal video to watch.
1: Hi, and welcome back to me talking about whatever I want. Today, I wanna talk about Lana Del Rey because she had a lot of statements about society. And as somebody who lives in a society, I have a lot to say about those statements. I'm Alana Del Rey fan. I'm not here to cancel her. I've never canceled anyone on my channel before, so I'm going to be fully honest, when she came out with these recent statements that we're going to be going over today, I was a little bit surprised. Before I get into that, I just want to give my own opinion of her statement based off of just the statement. Even though it's long, she made six main points. That's not six fingers. She made six main points. So I'm going to go over those six points and kind of just give the pros and cons of what I think about each one because she did have some good points. But as you're about to see, there's also some stuff in here that's just weird.
0: Continuing on with our list of more factors that viewers love about D'Angelo, his great sense of humor. He has a very, like, dry, sarcastic delivery, and though it's not his main intent to make his videos funny, he is very naturally funny, so it just comes through no matter what he's talking about. It's so easy to listen to him for 40 minutes, an hour, because of his smooth, calming voice. I'm incredibly jealous. His older videos were a little bit more monotone, again, I think for the sarcastic kind of delivery, but either way, it is just so relaxing. His videos are also aesthetically pleasing in every way. He is an artist. Remember when D'Angelo was an art channel? Rip. In his older videos, you'll see a lot more of that mood lighting, like purples and pinks. Lately, he's preferred a little bit more of a black and white setup, and his editing is just fantastic. Overall, it's very clean, crisp, and not distracting. So, continuing on, by June of 2020, D'Angelo's second channel had 375,000 subscribers, and his first channel had 424,000. At this time, he was taking a lot of time off of YouTube between uploads, and he hadn't posted to his first channel since May. Then, on July 4th, he posted his mega video about Jeffree Star. And this is all a lot. To recap, Tati posted her big bye sister video on May 10th, 2019, to expose James Charles. We've heard it all before. So much happened. A year later, on June 30th, 2020, Tati posts another 40 minute video, essentially saying that Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star tricked her into making that original video. I'm sure you know about it, and if not, just watch D'Angelo's video or any of the other million videos about the situation. Or you can live your life in peace without the weight of that information in your brain. Anyway, again, as people were making pretty quick reaction videos, as soon as new information comes out, that's the thing about drama and commentary, by the way. It's like any kind of media or journalism. You wanna jump on the story as soon as you can. You wanna be the first person to talk about it, or at least talk about it as it's happening. But again, D'Angelo decided to take his time, sit back, and make this series of videos individually analyzing those three people involved in the situation. And he started with Jeffrey. As of right now, that video has 5.7 million views. Absolutely amazing. On July 24th, D'Angelo posted the next video, the exact moment Shane Dawson's career ended, which now has over 12 million views. That video is an hour and 13 minutes long, and honestly, it is really hard to watch. D'Angelo goes through Shane's entire YouTube history in detail, including a lot of very troubling things that I honestly just can't mention because they're so demonetizable. Definitely pay attention to his content warnings if you do end up watching any of these videos. But again, in these videos, D'Angelo is not like happy to cover these really tough topics. Sometimes people in drama videos are like, I'm a messy bitch who lives for the drama. And like, we like that sometimes, but that's not D'Angelo's angle. That's not what he's trying to do. He had to go through the process of researching and digging and watching a lot of this content that is really, really disturbing. It's not fun. And especially his Shane video, I saw it shared by all kinds of people all over the internet. I had other friends in real life that don't watch a lot of YouTube that were like, hey, have you seen this video? He successfully compiled so much. It was like a master document of all of the terrible things that Shane has done, especially on the internet. And that's why it was so popular. But also the video is not monetized. D'Angelo made a point to say that he didn't want to monetize the video due to the nature of the topics that he covered. But he did say in the comment of the video that it has been copyright claimed because he included an Always Sunny clip in there. So anyway, that video with 12 million views and such a long runtime could have made him bank with AdSense. That was a video that he spent weeks researching and writing and editing, and he didn't make a dime from it, from the ads at least. And that is very admirable. Now, of course, D'Angelo has benefited hugely from making these videos, even if they weren't individually monetized. During July, the month that he posted the Jeffrey and Shane videos, his channel went from 428,000 subscribers to 1,150,000 in one month. I have never, ever seen a channel grow that fast in one month. That is a huge testament to how high quality his videos are and how much his new audience has enjoyed them. Clearly, his videos are appealing to a really huge audience. His latest upload is the final part of the series, the video on Tati. It was posted on August 25th, and it, too, is an hour and 13 minutes long. Weirdly specific, but okay. Anyway, it is just as high-quality and well-researched as the others, as we have come to expect from D'Angelo. He has a really great part of that video, where he discusses the ageism and sexism that was present in a lot of the discourse about Tati in the last year and a half of drama, and how that is wrong. And he admitted that he used to say things that played into those issues as well. Someone who can admit their mistakes and learn and grow, dare I say, we stand. Now, as of the time of filming this, D'Angelo's second channel has over 1.5 million subscribers and over 57 million total video views. Now let's talk about the main channel, second channel stuff because if you haven't noticed, things get a little wonky. His second channel now has twice as many subscribers as his first channel. So essentially this new channel has taken over as his main channel but he's still gonna post on his other channel, which was his first channel, but now he's calling it his second channel. You know, to be safe, just subscribe to both channels and you won't miss any great content. But wait, D'Angelo has one last channel. He has a podcast called Office Husband. He posted the first episode in June, the people loved it. He said, you know, we're gonna have weekly podcast episodes and we've been starved for podcasts ever since. How could he? But by the way, we address this in my podcast episode, so again, make sure you go listen to it if you wanna know what's up. Anyway, that is the end. Hope you guys enjoyed this brief history on the rise and evolution of D'Angela Wallace so far. Clearly, he is doing great things, and I'm sure he's going to continue to grow exponentially in the future. I bet most of you watching this are already big fans of him, so I'm pretty much just preaching to the choir, but oh well. Please subscribe if you liked this, and let me know if you want more Rise Of videos, and let me know which creators you would like me to look into. By the way, I recently hit 600,000 subscribers, which is wild, so thank you so much for subscribing, and again, if you're not subscribed, (laughs) click that button please! if you wanna see all my videos. I mean, that's just how it works, it's fine. You can follow me on Instagram for some mediocre pics. You can follow me on Twitter for some political tweets and some important information that I retweet occasionally. And yeah, here we are. By the way, I just started my final semester of college. So that's why there's been a big gap in my upload schedule. You can honestly expect that to continue over the next few months because I am swamped. Nobody told me that your last semester of senior year of your bachelor's degree would be busy. Unbelievable. But soon, when I graduate in December, I'm gonna finally be able to focus solely on my YouTube work and hopefully bring back my podcast regularly and other projects, who knows? Who the frick knows? All right, that's all. I'm getting loopy, I want coffee. Okay, thanks, bye.